Have you ever wondered if Elon Musk will actually acquire Twitter? Or have you ever wondered if social media could go on the blockchain? And will Crypto Corey start his own social media company? Well, stay tuned because we're about to cover all of these right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are coming at you with another episode today. Um, we were supposed to have... Well, first of all, I'm joined by Crypto Corey, the one and only, of course. The one and only. The one and the only. Um, but I was just going to say that we were supposed to have a special guest on here. Yeah, the second time the we second were supposed time, to have this special guest. We keep reaching out to him. He stood us up twice. He doesn't answer our calls. He does not. Yeah, so he barely answers our texts. He probably doesn't even listen to the podcast anymore. You know, I, I hear he he had a big acting career going on too. Uh, he had For a part, couple weeks. Yeah, had a part in a bit really big play. So maybe that's why it he's, could be. he's too famous for us now. Um, but if you haven't guessed it, it is none other than Blockbeard. Blockbeard we talking about. Now we haven't heard from him in months. What a guy! And I know our eight listeners are are looking forward to hearing some of his his stories. We were so we were gonna do um w- one of the things that we found um our listeners really really liked was the the what's in crypto Corey's uh, wallet. It seemed to be a really popular episode, and so it seems like there's an appetite for for people kind of getting a feel for um you know the people who've been in crypto for a while. What are they buying and and why? Um and th- and there tends to be two two sides to, to to the street. There's the people who are Bitcoin only. Uh, we might even do an episode on that. Uh, th- so there's the people who are who are Bitcoin only, and then, then there's the people who are Bitcoin and altcoins, and there might even be a third uh, street where there's people who are just uh, you know a single altcoin or or all altcoins, and so um, but Blockbeard and I have tended to um, invest in the same uh, cryptocurrencies, but he does have uh, a few coins that are different, and for some some really good reasons and and they've done really well for him. So I thought it would be fun to have him talk about it. So hopefully we can get him on uh, next week. Um, but, but, but we make no promises. Yeah. We may even try to get DeFi Dave. What's in DeFi you know, Dave's wallet? I don't know. He's retired. So yeah, DeFi he's Dave retired recently. You know, he's just taking it easy. Um, but yeah, DeFi Dave, it does have his own investments as well. And, and they're not exactly the same ones. So that, that, that might That'd be fun. Be or maybe, maybe we get them both on at the same time. Uh, just kind of a round table yeah but enough of that we, we could we could do a what's in josh's wallet it would be three minutes long um <laughs> 23 dollars and 63 cents yes uh all right well instead of doing that episode we've decided to do something else something a little bit more current events and no this is not a crypto current although we did mention this on our on our last, on crypto our last current. Crypto current. it'll yeah. come out before this episode but Elon Musk, this is pretty big news. He is probably going to end up owning Twitter. So that's pretty huge news. A lot of people are pretty excited about it. A lot of people are not excited, to put it lightly. And then some people, like myself, who doesn't really use Twitter, I kind of just, I don't know. It's, kind of, it's interesting to me, but I, I don't know. It's not really going to affect my life at all. 
Yeah, it's always it's it's funny because um, I'm not a social media uh, person by any stretch of the imagination. I really, uh, if you look me up on Facebook, uh, you'll see the last time I posted anything on Facebook was literally probably you know, seven eight years ago. I just it's just not my thing. Um, I do like Facebook Marketplace uh, to do some shopping, so I'll get on there every once in a while. But I can't. I just don't enjoy Facebook. Uh, TikTok. I think I'm I'm too old. I'm not a boomer. For those of you who are wondering, uh, I'm a I'm a Gen X. And, um, uh, TikTok just doesn't, uh, just doesn't do it for me. Um, probably for the same reason Vine, uh, didn't, didn't do it for me. Um, but when it comes to, uh, aggregating news, uh, particularly around cryptocurrency, um, uh, Twitter is, is kind of my thing. So, so I've really followed this closely, uh, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter will, you know, will he make it better will he destroy it boy there's just some wild ranging opinions on on him having bought it and the reason why we're going to talk about it tonight is is because we're going to talk about some of the reasons why elon musk uh purchased twitter and then we're going to talk about how does this relate to blockchain and a little bit to uh cryptocurrency and and so we'll we'll talk about this for uh the, the purchase of twitter first and then segue into into blockchain so let's start with talking about the purchase of Twitter. So as I under, I've read a little bit about it, but he's trying to get 100% of the company, right? Yes, he's going to take it private. Okay. So and I, we, we did talk about this on, on the cryptocurrency. So this may be a little bit of a rehash, but let's go through that whole process. So the board of directors, right? They're the ones that unanimously voted to sell to Elon Musk. It's like $54 a share, I think. Yeah, like 54 and change. Yeah, something like that. Was, was it $43 billion total? $44 billion. $44 billion. That's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, it's only more money than the three of us will yeah. see in our entire lives. $54.20. Okay. Um. So $44 billion, quite a... That's a big... That's a big, big chunk check. to spend. About, um, a, about a fifth of Elon Musk's uh, net worth. Oh, that's so insane to me. But what, what's the next step? So... I think the the shareholders have to approve it. So there has to be a shareholder vote, and I think if the if the majority of the shareholders approve, um, then he gets to buy it. And I think it, it and it becomes a, a forced sell. Like I don't think you can hold on to your to your stocks and and uh, not give them to to Elon. I think he ends up with the ability to just purchase them from you. Yeah. Okay. And that's basically. I mean, this isn't a, this isn't really a hostile takeover, although. It kind of was treated like one in the beginning because the board seemed to be opposed to it. But now that they're in agreement, um, and because the board had voted in, uh, you know, a change to their um, rules, uh, they voted in what's called a poison pill, uh, which would have made it more difficult for um, Elon Musk to purchase the company. And what that poison pill was is that if if anyone, of course, they were they should have inserted if Elon, but they said if anyone purchases more than. I can't remember what it was like 17% of the company, then, then the board would have the right to, to dilute everyone and just issue a bunch more shares, which would then make it um, harder for Elon to get a, a controlling interest in the company. And um, so, you know, the, the poison pill could have been kicked in, uh, but they didn't, they agreed um, to, to the, the buyout, but I still think that uh, the, the shareholders have to vote uh, to, to sell it to them. So, from what we know, is it looking like the shareholders are going to sell it? I know, I know, we did talk a couple of weeks ago about one. 
I think he was Saudi Arabian. He owned like five percent, and he wasn't going to sell. Or yeah, he didn't. He didn't want to sell. So that's you know at least five percent of the vote that will go against him. Obviously, Elon owns nine percent of the vote, um, and so it'll be. There are some other investment companies that do own a chunk of Twitter, um, so it'll just be interesting to see how how the vote goes. But I mean, for people who have been holding the stock for a long time, it really hasn't performed well. Um, this buyout is, you know, a, a significant jump. So um, probably a good place to so pro- some, yeah, probably a good place money to, back to exit. It wasn't the stock price at like forty something dollars before. Yeah, I, I can't remember where it was before uh, before he made his offer, but it's it's a it's a decent rise. I mean, you're looking at like a twenty five to thirty percent gain. So you know, maybe it's time to sell. Do we have a timeline on on when? No, Bill? no. Okay, so it's kind of just up in the air when the shareholders will. Yeah. Decide to sell now. All right. Well, that's something to look out for in a future cryptocurrency. I'm sure we will cover it if and when it does happen. Um, but let's talk about what, like what this has to do with yeah. So so to, you know b- before we b- before we hop into that, um, y- you know Elon Musk had been throwing out some ideas on uh, Twitter. He has a you know he has quite a bit of followers, and a lot of them are also uh, into crypto. And one of the things that he was talking about was, you know, integrating uh, Dogecoin somehow with with Twitter to where you would either you would either make small payments uh, a month in Dogecoin in order to uh, skip advertising. Um, the payments would also uh, he, he was talking about trying to um, identify everyone. So, you know, you have to be a real uh, known, I guess, registered user of Twitter, which I think will turn a lot of people off because they have anonymous um you know, names on there and maybe they don't want to tweet under their, under their personal name. Um, so the, the, the whole idea of plugging cryptocurrency into it, um, maybe even, um, uh, paying people for their content or, or if your, if your, uh, you know, tweet gets upvoted a lot, you know, there, there could be some monetary rewards there. Although he hasn't, he hasn't mentioned that. Um, so some of the things that he said that he wanted to do was, add an edit button. Um, that's the thing that a lot of people have been asking for was the ability to edit your tweet because every one of us who's been on Twitter has posted something and realized, oh, I, I have a really glaring grammatical error or I put the word the in there two times in a row. And you just want, your only choice is to, if, if you catch it, and I've done this, if I, if I catch it immediately, I'll just delete the tweet and then, and then re, uh, resubmit it. But if it's been out there for a while and it's had a lot of interaction, you don't want to delete it. It would be nice to be able to to have an edit button, I think. Um, kind of be like Microsoft Teams where you can always go back and edit, but it, sa- it, but says, it says edited. edited yeah. So it's not like you're hiding anything. Yeah, and and, uh, and and we'll talk about that in in the, in the cryptocurrency slash uh, blockchain version of, of social media that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, he... He was talking about getting rid of bots, uh, and one of the, one of the ways to get rid of them again would be some sort of minimum uh, Doge payment that you would have to use to um, to use Twitter or some other you know financial uh, cost to, so that it's not cheap for bots to just take over Twitter. Um, it is a problem that that people uh, you know they hate bots, they hate spam, um, they hate fake followers. Um, you know, Twitter does not in any stretch of the imagination does not do a good job of, of getting rid of the, the fake accounts. Um, and what I mean by fake account is that they'll take someone who's really famous uh, in crypto Twitter for their uh, crypto analysis. Uh, they might have a, you know, half a million followers and they'll start an account with a name that's really similar 
on and the way that Twitter works is you see the the alias, you know, what whatever name you want to put out there, and then there's an at, you know, Corey. Um, but people don't look at the at name. They just look at the I, I might put crypto Corey out there and then it might my, my Twitter handle might actually be at Corey. Um so but people just see crypto Corey. And so it's really easy to copy someone. You copy their profile picture, you copy their their name. And um, you trick people into following you and paying you for your analysis or, heaven forbid, giving you their your seed phrase or, or your cryptocurrency uh, wallet address and, and keys and, you know, and all sorts of, of crazy things. Uh, people have been, been scammed out of, of stuff right and left. And, and Twitter just really doesn't do a good job of handling that. So I don't know how Elon Musk will get on top of that. He said he wanted to get rid of the bots or, dry, or die trying. Uh, is what he said. Um, he, he said, you know, th- there's a there's a lot of uh, discontent for a lot of people in Twitter. Um, I myself, w- one of my accounts has a, uh, is, I haven't been shadow banned, but I have a, a reply deboosting, uh, and and there's a way to check for that. And I have no idea why I was not notified by Twitter in any way. Um, but but uh, things that I post with hashtags uh, do not show up in search results. And my replies are marked as um, uh, possibly, um, I can't remember what it is. Uh, uh, Spam? No, uh, no co- content that is upsetting or somehow. And I mean, you know oh, me. Oh, like flagged for being yeah. triggering. So you, you have to the- click on on the link in order to, to show these responses. And, I, and I've done that many times uh, and read responses from people. And I'm like, this is not offensive content. I have no idea what, what the issue is. So somehow I, you know, one of my accounts got, um, you know, put put under that status, and so he, what what he's going to do is he wants to eliminate that, you know, get rid of the shadow banning, either either ban people outright or or don't, but at least let them know what what's going on with their account. Um, he wants to um, open source the algorithms. Uh, he says, you know, people are worried that he he wants to promote free speech, and people are worried that well. He'll just promote whatever he wants. And he says, look, what I want to do is open source the algorithm so you can see how um, tweets are are promoted naturally in the system by open sourcing the algorithm. And you can see, hey, we're an open book. This, this is how it works. There's nothing uh, nefarious going on. So I think those are all interesting uh, changes. Now, it's really interesting some of the responses that he's received. Um, uh, you know, Media Matters came out and said uh, a sale to Elon Musk without any conditions will pollute the entire information ecosystem by opening the floodgate of hate and lies. Really? I mean, is t- Twitter is, going- it, it seems a bit much. Yeah. That's, I yeah. mean, come on. I, we, there is so much media out there. There is Facebook, there is TikTok, There is all of the cable news, which are Snapchat. And yeah. All, well, yeah, I don't know how much Snapchat is involved, but, but well, they've got news. Like yeah, if you, so, if you scroll over, they got like, Snapchat story from like I watch I sometimes I don't use Snapchat hardly ever maybe between like my brother and, and some close friends but that's pretty much it but there I watch I'll sometimes watch the ESPN ones on like you know the NBA finals see how the teams are doing that I like and whatnot but yeah very but, rarely yeah every every single news outlet um has a did a digital format so I mean to, to think that Twitter is just going to destroy the world with hate and lies. I mean, even if it was true. If, well, if, it's already that way 
already, is it not? With I mean, with we were just talking about the bots and yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot. There's already like a lot of crazy. There's stuff a lot of Twitter. crazy stuff in, so, in social media in general. But um, I mean, come on, uh, this is hyperbolic. Uh, you know, the idea that even if Twitter opened the floodgates of hates and actual lies, is that really going to destroy? the the country is is there really no alternative news sources are people really so stupid yeah it's not a monopoly that yeah that 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 they can't see through things this whole idea that a tweet is going to turn everyone into killers and uh, racists and bigots is just it's just silly either you're you're a good person or you're a bad person and even if you're a bad person you can you can choose to be a better person um and and i think most people you know deep down inside are are mostly good um I think people, when they react to their fears or insecurities, perhaps they, they act bad, but um, I think most people generally are good. And so, you know, you're either a good person or you're a bad person. And I just don't think that some tweet is going to turn me into a, a, a killer or, or, or a hater. If anything, um, it's going to turn me off from the person who's who's uh, spewing the hatred. And it's someone I would probably block or or mute and and never listen to. But the idea that we have to silence any type of uh, opposition is is just is just silly we need to be exposed to more ideas and make choices and and uh you know uh, live our lives that way so that's a long long winded intro why you know what does this really have to do with cryptocurrency okay so we talked about you know integrating possibly integrating uh doge into twitter but there has been talk about putting social media directly onto blockchain and and this isn't a new subject. This has been around for for several years. As people, uh, particularly in the crypto world, who have been censored, um, you know, a lot of people were originally were, were kicked off of uh, Twitter because they were were pro blockchain, pro, pro cryptocurrency, and and it was it was deemed a negative subject, and so a lot of people were were blocked or banned or or um, shadow banned. And uh, you know that's slowly become more mainstream, where that doesn't uh, happen as much. But, you know, when this started happening, people were talking about, hey, what, what we need is decentralized social media. So if you think about what the argument is of Elon Musk taking over Twitter, it's that it is the absolute uh, ideal of centralization. Musk will be totally in charge of this social media platform. And that's really what's got people, uh, you know, in one camp really excited because he, they, they think he's going to favor them and people in the other camp really upset because they think he's going to do something evil and demonic. And the whole idea is, hey, hey, this is this is what centralization is is all about. So if you really believe in free speech and an open uh, market for uh, discord, decentralized social media would be a platform that nobody would control. And so someone might ask, well, how in the world would you build something like Twitter on the blockchain? Um, who, who, who would pay for it? And how would that exist? And if no one was in charge, then, um, you know, how, how would it, would it run? Well, so some of the, some of the interesting things that, that would happen are first, blockchain is immutable. And so the minute you put your social media post or your your equivalent of a tweet out there, there is no edit button. So that's the one thing that, you know, that Elon Musk was going for in Twitter was to get an edit button. The minute you put it on the blockchain, guess what? There is no delete. There is no edit. What you post is permanent. So 
you know, from the point of view of people who have, who have put stuff out there and then felt bad about it and thought, you know, that probably wasn't a good idea. I better go delete that. You better be darn sure what you're posting on this decentralized platform is something that you want to be there for in eternity because there is no delete. Could could there be an edit button? Yes, you, you could edit it and then up, you know, post a new version of it with 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 the same ID so that they could be tied together in a new block and then um you know have whatever application was viewing the information only view the newest version. But anyone who can get on the blockchain can go back and read what the original tweet was. I mean, or we shouldn't call them tweets, but what the original post was. So this is a two-edged sword. So it's awesome in that you... you it forces everybody to be extra Well, does it, conscious. though? Are, I, I, I don't know. I guess People from, get caught up in the heat of the moment, and they say stupid things. If your name is attached to that, that's forever. You can't... If you say something... What if you delete your account? Let's just say that you are... Uh, a person who's borderline evil. Maybe maybe you're you're half good, you're half evil. You know, fifty one percent one way and forty nine percent the other way. And just at the right moment, it, it pulls you onto the evil side, and you tweet something horribly racist. That's forever. You and and your name's associated with it. Sorry, you're not getting rid of it. There is no delete button. There is no sorry. I mean, you you can say I made a mistake, but but that is going to be out there for for an eternity so i think it's kind of a, a little bit of a two-edged sword and i think that people really but i feel like at least maybe like when it first starts people say a bunch of stupid stuff and they're like oh shoot but i feel like for me at least i'm gonna be extra careful about what i post because i know it's there forever yeah but you're you're also a, a getting a little bit older I, i'm a lot older so i'm really careful in, in the things that i post um, I, I try to be as, as politically neutral as I as I can. One, because, you know, my, my politics are are libertarian. There there are um, you know, things from the Democratic Party that are, you know, part of the core that makes up libertarianism. And then there's things in the in the Republican Party that are also a part of the core of, of libertarianism. So you're kind of in the middle. Yeah, so I'm well um, no, because I think people, if they really listen to to libertarian views, they they, they tend to lump them closer to the conservative side, um, because we're going to be pro freedom, which means, uh, you know, if if you smaller government, smaller government, we don't want the government coming in and, and taking all of our money and and doing this and that, and so so you get viewed more on the conservative side, but uh, you know, but on the uh, you know, should should people be free to to do what they want, um. Uh, and I don't want to get into to politics, but I mean, uh, marriage has been a big subject in, in the United States. And and from the libertarian point of view, we don't believe the government should ever have been involved in marriage in the in the beginning. That that that's just, uh, you know, a social or, or a religious custom and that people are free to associate with whomever they want. And there shouldn't be some illegal status attached to it. That's really the libertarian viewpoint. And so the whole debates about marriage and some of the other things out there from libertarian point of view are just, you know, this shouldn't be an issue at all. The government should not be forcing anyone into anything or denying anyone uh, anything. Uh, other than protecting the rights of minors, uh, which is a whole different category, um, and libertarians, you know, get accused of, well, you don't care about minors. Well, that's not true. We believe that that minors' rights should be protected, and, uh, you know, those rights aren't bestowed on you until you're 18 and 21 uh, in our society. Um, so, I mean, we've, we've completely digressed, but, but my point is 
you know, even with trying to be politically neutral and and true true to my libertarian views, I'm very careful in, in what I post. And I can delete on Twitter right now. Um, but, you know, this decentralized version w- would be uh, uh, forever. The next thing that, that people are going to want to know, well, well, how would it function? Well, my guess is you would end up with some sort of open API and that people would build uh, applications that would just access the blockchain and, and read and format uh, the information in, you know, whatever way that the, the application wanted to do. And so that brings in some interesting things. So you, you can decentralize the the storage of the of the of the media but you end up centralizing the reading of it in an application and you might have several and let's just say you're a liberal and you only want liberal views and you have an application that's able to go in there and find conservatives and completely zap them from your feed and you can only see your you know your liberal friends or or the or the opposite. You're you're conservative and it just drives you nuts every time you read something that a liberal has written. And so your filter in your particular application uh, filters out anything that's been flagged as as liberal. And may, and maybe they have some sort of algorithm that runs on top of the blockchain that then does all the filtering for them. And so you you can kind of serve both worlds where you, where you decentralize all the information. And yes, there could be some very toxic, filthy, horrible things that you can't do anything about that are that are written to the blockchain. But what you can do about it is have an application that's able to, to ban, if you will, and filter those things out so that, you know, you pick your application and you know what kind of filters are going to be in there and and they'll ban the the, the people and, and the attitudes and, and the things that you just don't want to see. You know, pornography w- would be another uh, thing that, that could possibly, uh, because if you can put post pictures, uh, to the blockchain, there's nothing. NFT. Yeah, the, the, there's nothing that you can do to, to to remove it because remember, it's it's um it's immutable. You have to have some sort of filter. Then in the application then then becomes the filter. And then there's a whole idea of um I think uh, we will see a rise of social media on blockchain, and and here's the reason why. Uh, because I do think that people are going to tend to want to move more towards decentralization, but I also think that you're going to see social media blend into just media and it will become an amalgam of people posting news, uh, people posting their opinions, but also people releasing art, people releasing music, um, people releasing different things uh, through the, the the social media decentralized platform and some way for them to monetize and own those things. And so you just mentioned NFTs a minute ago. Yeah, that that could be something that could be part of the flat platform um, because you know a lot of the blockchains do support NFTs, but they also can can support ownership of of media. And at, if there's some sort of uh, you know payment system where people who aggregate media or produce media um, you know get upvoted and then are able to get paid some sort of cryptocurrency. You start to end up having an economy that springs up naturally within the blockchain media platform because cryptocurrency is a native part of that platform. Go back to Twitter. Cryptocurrency, any currency is not a native part of the Twitter platform. Twitter platform is a bunch of databases and uh, application servers that, that serve up content. That's it. There's no baked in monetary system. But when you move to blockchain, there is. 
there is a baked in monetary system in the form of, of the native cryptocurrency on, on the blockchain. And so I guess, uh, to, you know, to, to wrap this up, we, we are getting a, a little bit long. Um, you know, I applaud Elon Musk for, for taking over Twitter. I mean, he hasn't quite done it yet. And for wanting to make some changes, I, I think those changes are absolutely needed. Um, I think that he, you know, stands a, a good chance of making Twitter, a, you know, a better platform. Um, will he be able to monetize it and make money on it? That I, I honestly can't answer. But will there rise up an alternative platform that's decentralized? Absolutely. I, I, I just don't see how the metaverse doesn't continue to grow and how social media finances, metaverse, uh, interconnectability does not just uh, all end up on, on the blockchain in a somewhat decentralized format. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, the media platform will be or who will win, what it will be called. You could start it. Nah, that's, that's Crypt, not. Crypto Corey's comments. Yeah. So it's called cryptos Corey's comments. Yeah. That's website. Yeah. That's not really, that's not really up, up my alley, but I do think it's coming. Um, and I think that uh, social media w- will be changed forever and that it will blend. Uh, it's it just going to blend everything together. It's going to blend the news. It's going to blend opinions and it's going to blend uh, unique content creation and give everyone the ability to, to monetize it. And that's, uh, you know, that's really what's, what's in my mind. Every time I think about uh, Elon Musk and, and Twitter, I, I just, and censorship, the idea of censorship. I, I just think that, that the blockchain is, is a way to solve that problem. All right. Uh, my question is, is there ever any big news that happens where you don't think about blockchain implications? Uh, earthquakes. I, I don't know how Bitcoin solves earthquakes. Maybe one day. You know, volcanoes. I mean, if a volcano erupts, I immediately think of Ecuador or no, El, El Salvador. Salvador. El Salvador. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I think of, of water, I think of hydropower, and then I think of, you know, Bitcoin mining. Bitcoin mining. If I think of the sun, uh, I think of solar power, and I think of Bitcoin mining. If I think of oil and gas, I think of, you know, all that flared gas that they want to use to produce power to mine Bitcoin. Um, but earthquakes, I just, there's just no connection. Hmm. Not yet. Maybe there will be. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Pretty interesting stuff. Pretty big thing. Uh, a big thing happening. Um, pretty big news. And yeah. So if you haven't, fo- if you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter or on Instagram at the underscore cryptocracy or at the cryptocracy, and share this podcast with your family and friends. We're trying to grow the podcast. Um, this is really fun for us and we really enjoy bringing help us get to nine listeners help us get to nine listeners that is the goal um but yeah we really enjoy doing this so um we want to keep doing it so go ahead and share it with your family and friends if they are interested even if they're not interested maybe you can get them interested into crypto and blockchain it's pretty interesting stuff if i do say so myself and stay cryptic (laughs)